Are we ready? We are ready. Three, two, one, action. Okay, you guys, I need to know, is everyone in the world just feeling incredibly lost right now, having no idea what the hell they're doing with their life, questioning, what do I even enjoy doing? What am I passionate about? Where do I see myself in five years? Or is Mercury just in retrograde? I don't know. I have no idea. But about a week ago, I posted on my Instagram story saying that I just, over the past couple of weeks, past couple of months, I've really been questioning what my purpose is in life and where I see myself and what I see myself doing, what I enjoy doing. And I didn't know the answer to any of those questions. And when I really reflected on that, it made me realize how lost I feel in my life at this point of where I am. I'm about to turn 25 in 10 days, which is crazy. And maybe that's part of it is like every year at my birthday, I feel like I'm supposed to be at this specific place that maybe I'm not at quite yet. And when I think to who I thought I was going to be at 25, when people asked me 10 years ago, where do you see yourself when you're 25? I I am not anywhere close to where I said that I was going to be. And maybe that's part of why I feel a little bit lost. But when I posted that story, I got so many kind responses saying, I feel you exactly where you're coming from. I went to school for six years, eight years, four years, two years, literally two months, doesn't matter. And now I've decided it's not anything that I want to do. And I have this guilt for wanting to stay in the career that I originally chose, but also having this, you know sense of unfulfillment that I'm always questioning what else is out there. You know, like there has to be more to life. And so in today's episode, I want to talk all about the idea of feeling unfulfilled and lost in your career. So welcome back or welcome to Fun on Weekdays podcast. My name is Jenna Palak. I'm your host. And today is just a little intimate solo episode. And I'm going to be sharing some of my um, honest and vulnerable thoughts right now. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and you relate to it in some sense. So I did a quick little Google search and I asked, how many times does someone change their job? I think often we feel guilty to change our jobs so many times because I think we look to our parents or people who are maybe role models in our lives and we see them working one single job for like 30 years. I know my dad has been at the same company forever and It feels like you're not supposed to um, change your job and nonetheless change your job, but change complete different industries. Like when I posted this story the other day, I had so many people from healthcare that went to school for nursing or um, a similar field. And they decided that once they've gone through school and once they've done the field work, they decided this is just not for me. But because it's completely changing an industry, There's a lot of guilt that surrounds it and a lot of unknown and a lot of like overwhelming emotions. And so this Google thing from March 19th, 2022. So this is some up-to-date info, okay? They told us that people between the ages of 18 and 24 change jobs an average of 5.7 times. So thinking about what I've done since I was 18, First of all, speaking of 18, why are we going to college at 18 and choosing what we're going to do for the rest of our lives when we're like hardly, hardly no longer a minor? Like, how does that make sense? We are so young. I think in an ideal world, you're 18. Maybe you like, maybe instead of picking a 
career, like an industry at that age, maybe you go out into the workforce. Maybe we have like four years instead of going to school and spending a shit ton of money on education. What if we just pick four different fields that we're interested in and for four years, we have an opportunity to test that out. And then we decide, okay, I really enjoy doing this. I really enjoy doing this. I don't like this. And then after, okay, now we have graduated at the sense, then we go to school and then we focus on getting an education for that field if we need it. Like if we need it, that is the key. So I personally have had quite a few jobs um, since 18 to 24, which is totally normal. And if you're in that um, age as well, just know that (laughs) it also says people between the ages of 25 to 34, the average um, time they change their job is 2.4. And then 35 to 44, um, the average decreases to 2.9 jobs. So I think overall, this is telling us that there's a lot of people in the world that change their job frequently and it's totally okay. Like our job takes up so much of our lives. We spend the most of our time working this job. So we should enjoy to an extent what we're doing. And if that job is no longer fulfilling you and it's not bringing you joy, it's not inspiring you, it's not motivating you, and it's kind of sucking your personality and your livelihood out of you, then by all means, change. So I wanted to talk a little bit about finding fulfillment in our careers in general, because I think that there are a lot of different categories of fulfillment that we find, right? So when I think of fulfillment, you could break it into like financial fulfillment, right? Like you have a job that has benefits and um, it's paying you enough to be able to live the lifestyle that you have or pay your rent, pay your debt, you know, just like overall exist in this world. Everything is so freaking expensive and the amount of inflation, like salaries are not increasing as much as they should. So financial fulfillment is a huge, huge one. And I looked up another thing too, which was uh, the top reasons why U.S. workers left a job in 2021 and 63% that the pay was too low. And then 63% also said there were no opportunities for advancement. So a lot of people, I think, um, when you are maybe looking for a job that is fulfilling and that you're passionate about, the issue is that it doesn't pay you enough to actually live. You know, when you think about something that's a little bit more maybe creative or for me, I'm thinking about becoming um, a trainer for like Pilates classes. Like that is likely not going to be a sustainable income to live off of. Like those things that you're passionate about that are fulfilling oftentimes probably don't check every single box of what you're looking for. When we think about fulfillment in our jobs, we might think about your social fulfillment, right? Like working with people that you truly care about, people that feel like family. You're going to be spending so much time with these people. You want to be surrounded by people that you're inspired by, that you feel supported by. And if you don't have social um, fulfillment, then that could be a reason why you want to change your job and you feel unfulfilled. It could also be the feeling of not having a purpose, you know, like service. If I think about that, you know, doing things for other people and feeling like your life matters, feeling like your job has an impact on people around you. That is a huge sense of fulfillment. And that's not something that can come from a paycheck. That is an intangible sense of fulfillment that if you're not getting it in your job, it's so easy to feel like your job is just worthless. You know, if you're just sitting there and you're every day, you're like, oh my God, this is not 
impacting anyone's life. This is not having the effect that I thought that I could on the world. That is a thought that can consume you over and over again. I have definitely felt that way over the past couple of weeks, months. Honestly, I don't even know when I really started feeling this way. I don't know if it was when I fully quit my job. Um, But before we get into that, I think there is also a sense of security that would make you feel fulfilled. Um, You know, a lot of times when you have a job that is fulfilling in the aspect of you feel good about yourself, you feel like you're doing something good for the world, that job may not have benefits or healthcare or insurance or any of those things that make you feel secure in your life that you know that you're covered if anything were to happen to you. And so when I think about fulfillment in our career, I think there's a lot of different facets and it's not often that one single job has absolutely everything that you're looking for. And that's been a tough pill for me to swallow because as great as one job may sound, I feel like if you're getting paid a shit ton of money and you're doing a really great job financially, that doesn't necessarily mean that you feel fulfilled in like your social work and putting good out into the world or vice versa. You know, if you are doing that or maybe you work for a nonprofit or you're doing something that doesn't pay very well or you're just not getting the financial fulfillment that you need. So I think coming to terms with the fact that I'm not sure there is a single job out there that does check every single box really ties back to the idea that the senses of fulfillment that you cannot get out of your job, you have to find outside of your job. You have to find before or after work or on the weekends or on the weekdays, whenever. Like we have to create this life this life for ourselves outside of our job because if our job is all that we have and you feel unfulfilled because like I said, what job is truly fulfilling, then it's that much more important that you need to give time to yourself to find that outside. A couple weeks ago, I did a Q&A on my Instagram story and a girl asked me, she said, Jenna, what do you enjoy to do outside of social media? Like, what are your passions? And I'm going to be honest, I stared at it for like a minute. I was like, oh my God, girl, you don't have to call me out like that. Like that really made me self-reflect. What do I actually enjoy doing? You know, and I think a lot of us kind of lose sight of things that just are fun and joyful and make us happy because we're always so caught up in the now of like, oh my God, I have to do this. I have to do this. Always thinking ahead, never truly being present. And when I think about the things that make me the happiest, I think back to what you do for fun when you're a kid, right? I went to summer camp for 13 years and I absolutely loved it. It was a highlight of my year always. And when I was in high school, I was a camp counselor. It was the most fulfilling thing ever truly I would walk away from that week just feeling like I had so much importance in the way that I touched someone's life like a a child and the impact that I may have made on their life like for me that is something that I was very passionate about and I I no longer have any aspects of that in my life I also was super passionate about cheerleading of course (laughs) And whenever I thought about my life when I was in high school, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm for sure going to be a high school cheerleading coach or coach cheerleading in some way. I I obviously was never going to be a professional. Like, oh, my God, guys, I can hardly do a cartwheel. Like, seriously, I did a round off for my high school cheerleading tryouts, but it's fine. It's fine. I had really good form and I was 
I was pretty decent at like the dances and stuff. But anyways, I just, if you would have asked me in high school what I thought I'd be doing, I'd say I'd probably be a cheer coach at this point. And I'm not. And that's something that I think that I would really enjoy. And again, that's something that would be, you know, helping people around me, giving me something to do outside of work. But also if that was my full-time job, like the odds that you can find a cheerleading coaching job that can sustain you with your salary and benefits and security. Like, um, if you find it, let me know, (laughs) let me know. I would love to know. And then I also think about my time when I was working for Sherry Hill. So when I went to college, I went to college for fashion merchandising. And I just always thought that I was going to work for Sherry Hill one day. Um, You can ask any of my friends in high school. I was absolutely obsessed with her to a point that I was like, you're kind of weird. Like, you're a weirdo. But when I worked for her in college and I interned, I saw a version of my life of how my life could be working for her and I just absolutely loved it and I feel like a part of myself still kind of holds on to that vision almost. So when I graduated college, it was May 2020 for any of my COVID students out there, you can probably relate to the idea of feeling a little bit like gypped of your opportunity to live the life that you wanted because when we were graduating and applying for jobs, the handful of jobs that we're applying, we are like really, really narrowing down on our options here, right? So I thought I was going to work in fashion, but fashion industry was going down, what's the word, like going down the toilet. <laughs> that's not that's not the, the simile or metaphor I wanted to use, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, people were not leaving the house anymore. A lot of companies were laying people off. And so the companies that were hiring you know, you kind of have to pick and choose, like what's the best of these options here. And so I was, don't get me wrong. I was so fortunate, like seriously to this day, I'm so grateful and I will never regret this decision. But, um, I thought that when I graduated, I was going to work for Sherry Hill, but it was, um, obviously homecoming, uh, prom and bridal and all of those events are canceled. So there was not even an opportunity there. And even if there was an opportunity, that's not to say that I would have gotten the job, but I think that, never having the opportunity to work for her full time. I've always in the back of my mind thought about like, gosh, I was just, I was so happy at the time that I interned there. And would I be happy if I worked there full time now? I don't know, but I never really got the chance to figure that out for myself. And I think a lot of my sense of feeling lost comes from thinking about different ways that my life could have played out. And So when I'm thinking about what I want to do now, I'm considering trying to maybe go back there. Who knows? I have no idea. Um, But basically just saying that my degree education was in merchandising. And when I didn't use that in any sense, it kind of felt like also unfulfilling in a sense that like I didn't get the money's worth of my education, if that makes sense. So I ended up working at TikTok and advertising um, for a year which if you guys follow my podcast and you probably already know my story and I'm not going to get into too many details, but I'll skip over. So at that point, um, I moved to Austin, which was great. That was really my main goal. I cared more about moving to Austin than I really did about the job and how it got me there. And so I did that and I worked at TikTok for a year. And along the way, I started posting TikToks. I started growing my platform. And along that, 
It was interesting. People followed me for different reasons. People followed me for resume tips. At the very beginning, people followed me for my story of working at TikTok. Some people followed me for my bachelor content, which I don't post anymore. And I'm not ashamed. I am still a fan of the franchise. But um, some people followed me because they just thought I was funny, which thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. And over time, brands obviously notice that they want to start sending you stuff. And then it's really exciting, right? Like you come from this world where you've never seen any of this stuff ever before. You're getting PR packages from brands that you didn't even know would ever, you never thought they would even know that you existed. And then over time you get invited to events and it'll start as like a boutique opening, you know, in your town, or it's a press night for a restaurant, or it's a weekend trip somewhere. And over time, these things just continue to come to you. And because I was so new to it, it was just all so exciting for me. And I felt like my job, because I hadn't been creatively fulfilled at my advertising job, I felt like I was constantly feeling a little bit lost. I I always felt out of place. It never really felt like what I was supposed to do after college. And for that reason, I don't think I ever allowed myself to really maybe enjoy it. And I'm aware of that. That's okay. Um, But so when I started doing social media and these opportunities started coming up and my job that I was not passionate about was actually getting in the way of these opportunities. To me, it was like the easy way out was to quit the job. And now I could go to every single opportunity. I no longer had to say no or turn things down. And I just wanted to say yes to everything. And so I was very grateful Um, that I had the opportunity to quit my job last, gosh, last August, but September 1st was my first full day of being a content creator. And when I think about myself as being a full-time quote-unquote influencer, it's really interesting because I just, like growing up, I, I never really, I never really followed influencers, but then again, influencers, I feel like kind of popped off during COVID. Um, and I feel like influencers on TikTok gave a new meaning to what an influencer content creator is. Um, But I never really followed people on Instagram like that. I never really followed bloggers or or fashion people um, or foodies. And so when I was considering myself being a full-time creator, I never thought of it being a long-term thing. But it was a really great way for me to get out of the job that I wasn't fulfilled by um, and just kind of take a little intermediate break to figure out what it is that I actually want to do. And luckily social media was able to financially sustain me to be able to make that decision. And I have now been doing social media for a year full time. I have the podcast. So I do this and I do episodes every Tuesday. And aside from the episodes, I post on social media, right? I do stories, TikToks, Instagram, and feeds. And when I say this out loud, sometimes it makes me like, who the fuck am I? Like, who did I become? Like, I never thought that I would be this person that I just, my entire life is like me. It, it feels, it feels very selfish, you know? And I think as someone who has always, I've taken so much pride in my jobs, I've always had my jobs be kind of like a big part of my personality, a thing that I was very prideful in. And when my job, like my job became a lot of my personality traits, right? And when I, my job is now having a personality on the internet, 
it's like, what, what else, what else is my personality though? Like what else is out there? And so when this girl asked me, what are your passions outside? It really made me question like, what am I truly doing? I feel very lost. It felt like, you know, I always considered social media to be an intermittent thing, intermediate. I don't know the right word. And I feel like now I've finally gotten to a place where I've been able to recognize that. And I have confidence in like saying this out loud that I am going to find new opportunities and try different, you know, industries and different careers. Because for so long, I never wanted to say anything out loud because it's like, oh, I don't want to be the the girl that cried wolf, right? Like, I don't want to say, oh, I'm going to go out and do all this stuff. And then I just never do it because I decide eventually, "Eh, you know what, maybe I do just want to do social media. But I think thinking about what I've done over the past year, like I am very proud of myself. Don't get me wrong, but it just feels like there is something missing in my life and it's really hard to put my finger on it. And so for the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, I am going to do my best to try and find that again. And thinking about the things that make me happy, how can I incorporate that into a job? You know, how can I make the things that I'm already passionate about in my life? How can I make that my actual career? And if I do that, will I feel more fulfilled? I'm not entirely sure. I do feel like a lot of people search their entire lives for this sense of fulfillment and it just never really comes. And is it the fact that it never comes or is it the fact that we are never satisfied with what we have in life and we're always asking and wanting more? I think it's more so that. And I think it's more so being grateful for what you have in the moment. And I have been guilty of not entirely feeling that way. Well, you guys, we made it into September. You know what that means. We start breaking out the pumpkin spice lattes. We start breaking out all of our pumpkin smelling cinnamon candles everywhere. We got our reds, oranges, browns, all of our fall harvest hues, if you will. One of the things that I don't love about living in Austin is that I really don't get to experience the fall season until a little bit later into the year. But for everyone else that is starting to layer, you got your cable knit sweaters, your cardigans, your twill jackets, leather jackets, leather pants, new denim, you got your boots. Oh, I'm so jealous. Fall fashion is by far the best season And if you are looking to stock up or revamp your closet this fall, Macy's has everything you need. You can head over to my landing page at macy's.com forward slash FOW, where I've added all of the things that I wish I could wear in this Texas heat. I guess to anyone that has been a longtime listener or has followed me for a while, um, I just want to thank you. First of all, I mean, I want to thank everyone, but... I also want to let you know that I am trying to find like my old self back again because I do think doing social media full time, it's super easy to like lose sight of what's important to you and what you truly care about because your entire life is just online and a lot of it is like fictional. Is fictional the right word? Yeah, fictional. God damn it. I always get confused between fictional and nonfiction. Like why does non why is nonfiction mean it's true and it's called non it, it makes no sense it makes no sense but anyways I'm trying to find myself again and so I'm gonna be trying out some different career um, options here and just like anyone else listening to this podcast um, I mean I think the grass is always greener on every side and 
oftentimes we don't want to talk about, you know, feeling lost in our careers because you feel guilty because you know that your job is someone else's dream. And that's how I felt with social media. I mean, so many people would kill to do social media full time. And for the year that I did it, it was great. And I have no complaints and I I don't want to feel, I don't want to sound or come across like I'm not being grateful for anything. Um, But I just feel like there's more to my life than posting online. And now I just need to figure out what it is. So this is a really new, exciting journey of my life. (laughs) New journey. Um, Not only am I wearing neutral clothes, who the hell am I? Um, My house is neutral and I think also too moving into a house out of downtown, um, I'm out of a lot of the chaos. There's not constantly people around me and the calmness and the the quietness has really forced me to look within myself and not be so constantly busy. And I think within those moments of stillness is when I've come to the realization that like this is just not who I want to be anymore. And I will still be like sharing my life online. Don't get me wrong. I'll still be doing social media, but I need like, I need something else to focus my time on. I need a passion. I need a side project. I need a, I need a fucking job. Okay. Social media is a job, but I've realized that I just don't think it's the job for me. Like I, when I was in college, I never, I was in a sorority and everybody always wanted to be the social media chair for the sorority. And I was like, absolutely not. I would hate to do that. Like I would hate to post the stories and do all the cute graphics and do the Instagrams and stuff like that. I would, I would hate to do that. So now when I think about my life now, I'm like, that's my job now. And I don't really like, that's just not what I'm super interested in. And I just took an opportunity to get out of my old job and it was great while it lasted, but now I'm on to something new, a, a new chapter. And I'm really excited about it. And I honestly, for the first time in the past year, I feel like really good and really at peace with like being able to finally vocalize how I felt for a long time. Oh my God. I just realized looking at my calendar that the next episode I do will be after my birthday. So the next time that I talk to you guys after this, I will officially be 25. (gasps) quarter of a century. Happy early birthday to myself. Happy birthday to all my Libras out there. If you have a friend, a family member, or it's your birthday, you already know if you are asking for anything on your birthday list, you can find it on Macy's.com and on my wish list, which is Macy's.com forward slash FOW. If you're looking to get someone a gift, oh girl, we got so many options. We got blankets, pillows, candles, board games. I have a really cute pair of leather pants that I just added to my uh, list. If you're looking for something for yourself, got shoes, winter boots, scarves, hats, literally everything under the entire sun. Happy birthday to my Libras. Check out my birthday list at macy's.com forward slash FOW. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so mad if you're watching YouTube right now. I keep forgetting that my camera has a 30 minute timer and I was just so deep in my feels that I forgot to restart the camera. Um, But anyways, okay, so if you guys are curious what I am interested in doing in this new chapter of my life, um, I love working out. Like I've always really enjoyed exercising and I feel like I have a pretty good relationship with exercising now versus maybe where I was at like in college or my first year out of college, I think now I use working out and exercising as a way to feel powerful and to feel 
like in charge of my life almost um, versus relying on it. And I think if I can touch people's lives through one workout class, like y'all, if you've never been to a cycling class or a Pilates class before, you need to go. There's this TikTok out there. It's like, you just need to try one class and you're hooked. And I believe it. And the, 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 the time that you go to a class where the instructor makes you cry, that's when you have the aha moment of like, oh my God, I, I want to do this. Like I want to have this impact on people. And so I've really been thinking about it for a while. Uh, but then I was like, oh God, I'm really not the most in shape person. And I was like, I should just be happy where I'm at, right? Like a lot of people, they want to be more fit. They want to be stronger. They want to be more athletic, whatever. Like we're always hoping to be more and more and more not accepting where we are now. So I'm like, maybe being a trainer and getting my certification will help me be more fulfilled and grateful for where I'm at now. And also when I went to New York, um, I visited Lily and she's teaching core power classes now. So if you live in New York, she teaches at Bryant Park, I think on Sundays, sometimes other locations, depending on the schedule. But I went to her class and I like almost was in tears because I was just such a proud friend. And I was like, wow, she's so inspiring to me right now. I left that class and I, t- I told Lily a couple days later when I got back to Austin, I was like, I think I'm going to look into getting my certification and start teaching because you really, really inspired me. So that is a route that I'm looking to go down. Um, I also have reached out to my old manager and asked like, Hey, (laughs) Hey, just me. What are the odds? Um, you know, there's no harm in just asking, right? Like you're always going to wonder if you don't just do it, just go for it. The worst they can tell you is no. And if they tell you no, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Then you move on and then, you know, and then you have closure and and you're good. So I reached out to my old manager. I said, Hey, what are the odds? You guys are looking for some extra help. Um, like would love to come back. And she was like, yeah, let me talk to XYZ. I'm not going to share their name because I don't want to jinx it. First of all, I also don't want to share too much, but so I am considering going back into fashion and working for Sherry Hill. If that is an option that is available. Um, and I think that would really help give me that sense of like, okay, I I did it. Like that was a dream that I always had that I never really got to fulfill that I never really had the chance. And I think if I am able to go back, um, either I'll realize like, this is everything I've wanted or it'd be like, okay, cool. (laughs) I'm glad I did it. And now we can move on. (laughs) Um, so that is an option. I've also always loved working in a dress store when I was in high school. It was like my favorite thing ever. I would pick up shifts as much as I could. And I loved it because like commission is great. And also you get to be a part of someone's life moment, right? Like you get to be a part of their prom, of their homecoming, of their wedding. You get to be a part of some of the biggest days of someone's life. And to see the emotion on someone's face when they put on a dress that they just feel so good and so beautiful in, that is a feeling that you really can't find in a lot of other careers. And that's, I think, for me, that is a feeling that I've been chasing. That's the same feeling that I've been looking for in social media for the past year is that feeling that I had in high school when the first dress I ever sold, which I told the story before on the podcast, but we're going to dress where first dress I ever sold was a Sherry Hill. It was like a three piece moment. It was very interesting. And the girl, like it was completely out of her budget. She was with her mom and her mom was like, no, you're not trying it on. Like, no. And she tried it on. She came out and her mom started crying and 
she started crying and then they're just looking at her in the mirror and I'm standing there and I'm just watching this like beautiful moment between the two of them and they ended up putting the dress on layaway and paying for it in in payments and I think back to that feeling of fulfillment that I had in my job and I'm like I had that feeling in high school like that was just a part-time job. I feel like I should be having that feeling every day if if I have a full-time job. Like if this is my career for the rest of my life, I should be having that feeling way more frequently than I do. And if I don't, then maybe I should find a way to to like create that. So considering going back to bridal, working in a store, working in retail moment. And I've also really considered um, real estate. And I've always been interested in real estate like I've had my Zillow notifications on for as long I mean forever and I always look at uh realtor.com you know any realtors out there they're probably like there's way better there's way better places to look but anyways I've always loved HGTV when it comes to interior decorating and designing though like that is out of my realm I'm gonna put that out there okay don't come for me but the actual act of helping somebody find a home I think would be a very fulfilling um, feeling for me and it would give me a lot of like purpose. And so I've considered that, but that does take quite a bit of time and money to get the license for it. And I kind of want to try out some other areas because I do have a lot of passions. I want to figure out some of those other things first. And if I'm still feeling the sense of like, this isn't where I belong, this isn't like for me, then I think um, a little bit later in my life is when I would try and do real estate and also just considering my audience too like a lot of people are not in the position to be buying houses right now um a lot of people are are getting apartments and I think I mean apartments would be cool too like you could do apartment locating but um yeah I don't know just considering and for anyone else who's out there that is just thinking about like you know you got this idea right festering in the back of your mind you're like I wonder what my life would be like if I did this I'm here to say it's never too late to try and do it and trying something new doesn't need to mean that you are like forgetting everything else that you've accomplished ever and you can still be proud of yourself you can still be proud of yourself and you can still be grateful of the situation that you're in currently but that doesn't mean that you need to stay in it forever and you just kind of make the decision when it's right for you and for me I finally finally know that it's time for me to make a change in my life and I'm excited to bring you guys with me. Hope you're excited to follow along. And I'm also just kind of hoping that giving myself um, more structure in my life, more normalcy, and not relying on social media for validation anymore will help me be more confident in myself. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I hope you guys um, enjoyed this episode and I'll keep you updated. I'll keep you updated. I actually have a meeting on Friday with um, the trainers at, true fusion to talk to them about how certification works and training and everything I think it's like 200 hours so I'll be a long time coming before I'm teaching Pilates Uh, but we'll see we're just trying to figure it out and I think that's the beauty of life is that every day um, every day is not guaranteed and so why not just make the most of of what you have and if you don't feel fulfilled then why don't we take the time to find something that does fulfill us? No matter how scary or overwhelming or how stressful it could potentially be, we are in it together, you guys, every Tuesday. Follow me, days. <laughs> okay, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as I always say, I'll talk to you next Tuesday.